EV Comply, simplifying your charge point installations. Hello you, I hope you are good. A new year, a new month and new news on the pod. Let's see what's been happening this week on Friday the 13th of January. Let's start with some good news. Approximately 8,700 EV charges were installed across the UK last year, and that's the highest annual increase to date, but one that is failing to keep pace with growing adoption. Now, it's a bit of a double-edged sword, this. It's great that we've had chargers fitted, and it's great that EV cars are being taken up, but they kind of need to work in union, don't they? Now, the UK has approximately 37,000 EV charges. This is according to EV charge point app ZapMap. It means that the number of EV charge points increased by 30% year on year compared to 38% on the increase of the number of EVs on British roads. So we're just out by 8%. Justin Godfrey Cass, who is head of Transport Solutions and Wireless Logic, said, Despite the government's commitment to installing EV charging points, unfortunately, the wider rollout has been hampered by planning constraints, cost of installation needs for access, and the need for resilient and highly secure two-way connectivity in locations where wired infrastructure isn't always readily available. Now, you could say it's excuses, but I do think that all these things are legitimate reasons as to why the infrastructure isn't quite there. But it's been worked on and we're still moving forward in the UK with regards to EV adoption and, of course, EV infrastructure. Speaking of charges, the new data released by the RAC has revealed that public charger prices have risen by more than 50% in just eight months. It now costs more to run an electric car using public rapid chargers than it does its petrol equivalent. RAC data shows that since May, the average price of using a rapid charger that has a power output of up to 50 kilowatts has risen by 58%, from around 44 pence through to 70 pence. This means charging a family-sized 46 kilowatt car, such as, let's just say, the Hyundai Kona, from empty to 80%, will cost £36, and that will cover around 188 miles. Now, this is more than the 47% rise seen in the price of using ultra-rapid chargers. They're the power outputs that go up to 100 kilowatts, which has shot up from around 50-odd pence to 74 pence, resulting in an 80% fill-up cost of £38.39. The RAC data shows that those charging from a slower home charger are paying just £17.87 for the same 188 miles of range. Three of the UK's biggest electric charging firms have said that they are setting prices as low as they can, and one campaign group has called on the government to cut that on public charges to help those without access to a home charging port. Now, with those figures, it's clear to see something's got to give because there's a huge difference and you're being basically penalised, aren't you, if you don't have your own home charger. But as we know, that's not always possible. Excitingly this week, Porsche have confirmed around 600 horsepower for the top Macan EV. They stated the development goals for the Macan EV include high performance, 
fast charging and long distance capability and also it will boast 800 volts. Advances in battery tech means it'll be able to accept even more than the car's 270 kilowatts though Porsche hasn't said how much just yet. Now, apparently, a best-case scenario can see the 100-kilowatt battery charge from 5 to 80% in 25 minutes. Somebody better at math than us can probably work out if that equates to 350 kilowatts charging or not, but we do know that it's quite good and it's very, very fast. Now, the Bacan even introduces bank charging, which effectively splits the 800-volt battery into a pair of 400 ones, which can then be charged in parallel without the need for a booster. So if you love Porsche and you love electric, I think this might be for you. So Tesla have announced this week they will not compensate protesters in China after the EV price cuts. Now, Tesla owners in China heading to local stores to either take advantage of the recent Model 3 and Model Y price cuts or to protest against them. Now, it seems Tesla has come forward to make it clear that it will not be compensating the protesters who bought their EVs at the end of 2022. When many people were seen gathering up at Tesla stores in China, the company's stock began to rise. However, it wasn't long before it came to the media's attention that many of the patrons were actually there to protest the recent price cuts. Tesla has bounced the prices of its vehicles all over the map this year as financial markets across the globe have been a mess due to the aftermath of COVID-19. Now, whilst Tesla promises consistent pricing, unlike rival automakers that use franchise dealer networks, it has the ability to raise and lower its price at any time and as often as possible. CEO Elon Musk warned of inflation and a potential recession. However, as the year neared its end, the automaker backed those prices off and offered incentives in an attempt to greatly reduce growing inventory. The company is in a position, and while within its rights, to change the pricing whenever they wish. But we can totally understand why some previous owners of the car that bought it at a higher rate would be quite annoyed by these price cuts. Hyundai have revealed a quirky prototype of the Ionic 5. It can crab walk and spin on its four swiveling wheels. Now, the prototype is the work of Hyundai Mobis, which is the division of Hyundai that deals with parts and developing autonomous driving. The modified Ionic 5 features a technology the company has dubbed E-Corner. We love that name. It involves each wheel getting its own electric motor, electronic damper and brake, and steer-by-wire controls. This allows each wheel to drive, stop, and turn independently. Plus, it allows the wheel modules to be freely fitted to different body styles without taking up excess space in the rest of the vehicle. Now, each wheel can swivel and drive independently, this enables the Ionic 5 to achieve some nifty driving feats. The wheels can be turned 90 degrees and this allows the vehicle to crab walk directly in or out of parallel parking spaces. 
I mean, it's a cool concept. The car can also spin on the spot by swiveling the wheels outward and driving them in opposite directions. It can also drive diagonally as well by steering all four wheels in the same direction or pivot around the front wheels by steering only at the rear. The technology really does open up the maneuverability of the vehicle. It's easy to see how these abilities would come in handy when it comes to difficult tasks like parallel parking in tight spaces, but does your EV really need to crab walk or is that just showing off? Big industry news this week, Tata is to build Jaguar Land Rover's EV batteries in Europe. Tata Group will establish a new facility to supply LFP and NMC batteries to JLR. Tata Motors Chief Financial Officer BP Balaji confirmed the plans at Auto Expo 2023 in Delhi, India. The plant will be a location for which has not been named. It will primarily supply JLR and India-based Tata Motors, but will also sell batteries to the wider market. It will produce cells using two chemistries, lithium-ion prostate and, of course, nickel-magnesium-cobalt, with the latter embarking for JLR, Bellati confirmed. Watch this space for Tata. In other news this week, Scotland is pushing back the new petrol and diesel car sales ban to 2032. The Scottish Government are worried that charging infrastructure plans are lagging and the price to run an EV is just too high. The latest decision comes as part of a new 194-page document outlining Scotland's decarbon plans, which include a push on renewable energy to power the country while ditching fossil fuels. This will create thousands of jobs across the country, they have said. Now, the news books a trend in the rest of the UK, which is still firmly focused on banning the sale of new pure combustion cars by the end of the decade, as it pushes forward a legal target of cutting greenhouse gases to net zero by 2050 and a ban on plug-in and full hybrids will follow by 2035. So it's a very bold move on Scotland's part, uh, but some could argue they can understand why. But the UK doesn't seem to be putting the brakes on at all. A total of 448,000 new battery electric vehicles will be registered in the UK in this year of 2023. This is according to figures from Drive Electric. They reckon there will be a 24.9% market share in 2023 and there will be a total market of 1.8 million registrations, translating to 448,000 BEV registrations for 2023. And I'm not sure if you've ever really wondered, but Top Gear have, and they have revealed this week the best EV for drifting in. And it is, in fact, the Genesis GV60 Sport Plus. It'll set you back £67,505. It's got a range of up to 290 miles, a 74 kilowatt battery and top speeds of 146 miles per hour, 0 to 62 in 4 seconds. And it's got a very big boot space, 432 litres to be precise. And it's very good at drifting. So there you go. So that's all from me. Thank you for listening to our pod. 
from everybody here at EV Comply. You have a great weekend and remember, we could help you simplify your EV charger installations. Just go to ev-comply.com. Thank <laughs> you.